Today on CityCast Chicago, it's the first day of school for CPS, and for the last few years, the occasion has been marked by contentious and public battles between the school district and the Chicago Teachers Union. Well, CTU President Stacey Davis-Gates is here to tell us what she expects for this school year. It's Monday, August 22nd. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. Stacey Davis-Gates, it is, is an honor to have you on CityCast Chicago. Uh, you were elected last May as the new president of the Chicago's Teachers Union, and it's the first day of school for CPS students, so I appreciate you making time for CityCast. Um, I appreciate CityCast wanting to even engage in this way. Well, before we jump into the conversation, I want you to kind of set the stage for me. When you were a teacher, like think back to 2004, walking into Inglewood High School, how did you feel going into the first day of school? Word. Look at this. You did your homework. Teachers love that. So teachers have two first days. We have Mm. a first day when we go back as a staff, and then we have another first day where the students are received. On my first day of going in as a staff, I just remember seeing lots of Black staff Um, teachers, support staff, facility staff, administrative staff, um, and thinking, whoa, this is, this is something to see. I think I was the only black woman in my training program. And then I walk inside the building and then they have this wall of fame. And Lorraine Hansberry is on that wall. In fact, the theater is named for her. Brooks. Okay. Those things also meant something to me. Greatness. How did you feel when now your students are walking into the classroom? Oh, I was an idiot. Um, You know, (laughs) oh, no, 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 no. You know, because we think the world of what we get to offer someone else. I was ready with all of the bells and whistles of what my education provided and was completely underprepared to meet real people while younger than me, real people who are having real experiences in the world. I wasn't ready for them because I did not have the the context. They're people, meet people, Stacy. Don't meet students. After Inglewood High School, you go to Roberto Clemente, you know, then you start working closely with the union. And now you're the president of the Chicago Teachers Union, arguably one of the most influential unions in the country. You know, how does that first day approach change now that you're you're a leader in the union? As president of the Chicago Teachers Union, um, it is making sure that our school communities can actually do the thing, educate, resource, nurture, um, and then as a mom, it's, it's you know, did you make the right decisions as a parent? Um, did I make the right decision um, to let them wear those gym shoes? Or did I make the right decision with, you know, giving them all the school supplies on day one? Um, and did I make the right decision in the school that they're attending? It's, a, it's just a cauldron full of emotions, if you will. A big thing on everyone's mind is obviously the latest COVID protocols. What can teachers and students expect this year walking through the doors? Well, um, you know, shouts out to the Chicago Teachers Union. Um, Members were very clear about the protection of their school communities in the city. Our union, its members said that 
when we go back into our school communities, we need some safety nets, we need some guardrails, and they fought for those things and they won them. Um, it wasn't easy. That said, this time, um, it was easier because they've already laid the infrastructure for it. When you say easier, you mean um, it was easier going into this school year, the negotiations that took place going into this school year were easier because of that infrastructure? Absolutely. Thank you for that clarity. Um, you know, we had to go back and forth over safety agreements um, prior to this year that were not fun. Um, they were intense. They were um, destabilizing. So with that negotiation that going into this school year, what are the, the, the things that are in place going into the classroom this year that you all fought to, to make sure we're, we're still there? Well, I think um, our perspective going to the table um, this past summer was to maintain a safety net. Um, now, we are in a different place, though, right, because we have medications, um, we have um, a vaccine, right? Those things help us be in a better place. And so you do have to recognize the evolution of this um, of this virus that said we're still going to have um, testing to make sure that if something is happening, um, we can account for it. Um, we're also going to have take-home tests, you know, to make it even easier for families. So these are things that are going to help us get to where we need to be. Our agreement um, insulates CDC guidance in a way that keeps more people safe. Um, the implementation of it is always, you know, the rub. And um, I think we have some practice with that. Beyond the pandemic, you're starting the first of a three-year term. What are your priorities for the this school year? Priority one is that we want to reintroduce ourselves to um, the civic community here in Chicago. You can't work in CPS without living here. I, I have to have a zip code, right? That said, it makes sense for me to have a say on all things that happen municipally in the city. Because I live here, I'm raising my children here, I bought property here. It's important for my voice to be heard. And I have a union with other people, workers, who have the same investment. Number two, our union is, um, what, 85% female, I believe. It means that our union gets to say something about a woman's right to have agency over her body and make medical decisions that pertain to her health and her safety. So we will do those things. Look, I'm a neighbor, right? So it matters if there's a vacant lot looking at me or it matters if my neighbors don't have jobs. It matters, right? All of these things matter to me. So we are going to make sure that Chicago understands why we are so invested. When we talk about the teachers union, for people who may not be familiar, right, it, it's not a monolith. And there's also a faction within CTU that thinks that that intersectional diversification of perspective has maybe brought CTU away from some of what they believe are like bread and butter issues, right? You know, improving relationship with CPS, fighting for school resources. How do you respond to those concerns from teachers within the union who think, you know, maybe the purview of, of core leadership is, has, has gotten too big for them? That is a great question, too, because I think so many times in labor, 
we allow ourselves to be painted into one dimension. Um, it is very unnatural to be one thing. You're many things. So why is it acceptable in labor for us to only be a worker when we're not just a worker? In fact, the only reason why many of us are working is because of the other things in our lives, right? It's because I need shelter for my family. I need food for my family. I think the second thing that you get to think about or the question that you get to ask, why do we subscribe to the boss's uh, values? When you say boss, are you talking about CPS? You're talking about the mayor's office? Like, or are you speaking more generally or just like, you know, the... Both, <laughs> the, Jacoby, okay. both. Both. You know, the, the boss is Lori Lightfoot. The boss is um, the Board of Education, right? Those are the bosses, right? And the boss, the general boss, the general boss would have us to believe that the only thing that we do deserve is bread and butter, right? But you think about, you think about a dinner table, you better have more than bread and butter on there, especially if you're working, <laughs> right? And, and, and for you, it's, we can't think about our students' well-being if we're not thinking about their housing security, if we're not thinking about the, the employment of their parents and the people in their family, if we're not thinking about... Their, their food security and what their neighborhoods look like, the resources that are in their neighborhood. You also see simultaneously that a lot of teachers have been burned out. I've talked to teachers who have, you know, whether it's political, where it's the pandemic, whether it's just where they are in their lives, they've walked away. So what can CTU do to retain teachers, to continue to inspire teachers and have them coming back after that summer break? So it is not our job to retain teachers. That is the job of the boss. They need workers. Ooh. What we have to do is implement a contract that says that we get a nurse and a social worker in every single school, right? A contract that says smaller class sizes mean something and we're going to implement it first in communities that have been destabilized. We talk about what we don't have. Let's build it. The largest infusion of resources in the history of this country has gone to public education under the Biden administration. You should not hear anyone saying what they don't have. You should hear people saying, okay, with this, this is what we can do. I will need more to maintain it. I will need more to expand it. That should be the conversation right now. That's why CTU is such a shock to the status quo is because it is unapologetic and demanding what it needs. We ain't even got to what we want yet, Jacoby. We just talking about <laughs> what we need. When people look at the relationship between the mayor's office and CTU, the first word that comes to mind is contentious. Now, I, like you, don't think you all need to be kumbaya. I need to agree on everything. But is making that relationship more collaborative on your agenda? So first off, I reject any notion that two black women have to agree about anything. We, yes, can be, we can be completely different people and we can be in the fullness of every emotion that we have because that is our humanity, right? But the leader of the Chicago Teachers Union thinks the mayor is unfit to be the leader. And the mayor thinks the leader of the Chicago Teachers Union well, right, well, abandoned students at one point. Oh, I know but, it's not but, just you, but, but it, I mean, in this case. So let's, but no, but let's, let's stay there. Let's mm -hmm. stay there. Let's stay there for a minute. I'm not the only one that thinks that. Now, I have a, I get to have a megaphone because I have a union that has 
earned its space to provide direction to this city, right? When we look at the this next year, we know in addition to the school year, we have an election now. When CTU makes their opinions known on mayoral candidates, can people trust that what they're hearing from you is it's not just the opinion of Stacey Davis Gates? Is that something that's vetted through the teachers union? I was elected by 60 percent. Um, you will not get a better democracy, a better example, a better model, a better practice, emphasis on practice, than the Chicago Teachers Union. So when you get an endorsement from the Chicago Teachers Union, you got an endorsement from the Chicago Teachers Union. That's a real thing as, a, as an individual who has gone through that process a few times, right? I can tell you unequivocally that if you win the hearts and minds of our members, you deserved it. And when we look at policy choices, the next leader of Chicago, what can we expect from CTU this election season? That we are going to support a candidate and a slate of candidates that love humanity. Stacey Davis Gates is the newest president of the Chicago Teachers Union. It truly was a pleasure you make it time for CityCast Chicago. Hey, I really appreciate your voice. Please keep raising it, expanding it, and inspiring other people to use theirs. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Remember, because it's the first day of school, students and accompanying adults can ride the CTA, Metro, and Pace for free through 8 this evening. More people are now eligible to get the monkeypox vaccine. Chicago public health officials have reported more than 700 cases of MPV here. And in case you missed it, the city has finally released its report on public monuments in Chicago to see what's being recommended, including with the controversial Columbus statues. Check out today's newsletter at Chicago.CityCast.FM. There's some good news to get you through. Hip Hop in Chinatown is back this weekend. Great food, music, and a multi-team dance competition with cash prizes. Need I say more? As always, I appreciate you for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. Peace. You better have some meat. You better have some potatoes. <laughs> I'm going to need something to drink. And, I, and I'm told that you need some vegetables on that place. And I love dessert, right? <laughs> <laughs>